Mark chapter 9 again. Let's just refresh our thinking on this. That Jesus plainly referred to the faith of the disciples as being the central issue as to why the boy that had an evil spirit that was a deaf and dumb spirit, why the boy didn't get healed. And Jesus answered and said, and said concerning this, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. And then we know the rest of the story that he cast that spirit out and the boy was restored. But Jesus rebukes the disciples because they were faithless. They weren't operating in faith. They weren't believing God. They were over into unbelief. Now, this same story, and my, this is so essential. This same story is also in Matthew chapter 17. First of all, in verse 16, the father says, I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation. <laughs> Jesus is saying this is a twisted thing that you could not do this. And he's not happy about it. But Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and the boy was healed that very moment. But now notice verse 19. Verses 19 and 20 are so important. Because the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Lord, why could we not cast it out? Now you should underline your Bible, underline in your Bible the word why. Isn't that what people ask all the time? Why didn't that person delivered? Why weren't they healed? Why this or that? Why did these bad things happen? Why? Well, first of all, there's a devil loose on this planet who's called uh, Satan or the devil. The Bible says that he's, uh, he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So that's one answer. He just does his best to see who he can find that will accept his lies and his deception. And, and uh, he'll try to put bad things on people. You don't have to accept it. You can stand against him and you can resist him and you can command him to flee in the name of Jesus. But specifically, let's talk about deliverance and healing, because notice that the father said they could not cure him. Another way of saying that is they could not heal him. Jesus went ahead and rebuked the demon and cast it out of the boy and the boy was cured or healed from that very hour. And the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Lord, why could we not heal this boy? That's another way of saying it. Why could we not cast it out? They were wondering why they, uh, the boy wasn't healed. Well, are you ready for the answer of Jesus? It's in black and white. Actually, in my Bible, it's red and white because it's, it's a red letter edition. And his words are in red. And notice what Jesus said to them. Why, Lord, could we not cast it out? And Jesus said, well, because you just never know what God's going to do. Or, uh, well, because sometimes you can get it and sometimes you can't. Is that what Jesus said? No, that's not what Jesus said. And quit adding things to the Bible and think that 
That may be a valid reason why people don't get healed. Now, I'm reading to you the Bible, the words of Jesus, and notice what Jesus said. Why could we, why could we not cast it out? Why was not this boy healed? Jesus said, because of your unbelief. Now, that is the answer of Jesus to the whys of life. You want to know why people aren't healed? Now, now notice, this is the personal teaching, the personal instruction. This is the doctrine of Jesus, and it answers the question of why people don't receive from God. To the chagrin of, of all the ignorant theological debates of dead tradition that attempt to answer the why with some dumb theological traditional unbelief. Jesus just cut through the chase. Jesus just pointed it out. The reason why the boy wasn't healed, the reason why you couldn't cast it out, he said, because of your unbelief. Now, that's what Jesus said, and that'll answer a lot of questions. Do you know you can actually read the Bible and get answers to questions? <laughs> yeah, you can. Did you know that Jesus answers a lot of the questions that people have today about healing and deliverance? Over and over again. One of the things that you read about over and over again in Scripture, Jesus says, uh, over a, about a dozen times in the Gospels, according to your faith, so be it unto you, or be it unto you as you have believed. Go back there to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. This is the story of the centurion that had a sick servant, and he came to him. And you, you can go ahead and read the story, but it surprised Jesus because this man said, all you got to do, Jesus, is just speak a word and my servant will be healed. Jesus said, I have not found such great faith, no, not even in Israel. And you know what Jesus said to him in verse 13? He said, go your way as you have believed, so let it be done to you or for you. And his servant was healed in the same hour. Notice that Jesus did not say, As my mercy or my favor is, so let it be done unto you. Of course, we know that God's mercy and grace is everlasting. And it never fades and it's forever. But it's hooking your faith into God. It's having faith in God. It's not faith outside of God. Or it's just God by himself. No, it's faith in God. And this man had faith in the spoken word of Jesus. And Jesus called it great faith. And Jesus said, go your way as you have believed. So be it done unto you. Amen. And then you go down here in, uh, into chapter 9. And verse 1, and we have the story of Jesus forgiving and healing the paralytic. They couldn't find a way to get in. So they brought him on a bed and put him down in, in Luke chapter uh, 5. You can read about it. And you'll find out that they dropped him down through the roof and uh, set him before Jesus. 
Well, here in chapter 9, it says in verse 2 that Jesus saw their faith. He saw the actions that they had of faith. And you go down here and it tells you how the man was healed. But see, faith hooked in to the provision. Oh, I got to tell you this. I have to tell you this. Let's go from uh, Matthew chapter 9. Let's go into Luke chapter 5. This is so important, folks. People just don't, a lot of people just don't get it. But this is the, the principle. This is how it works. Listen to me. If you listen to me, you'll learn how to hook in with your faith into God's power. Listen to me. Luke chapter 5, verse 17. I'm going to read this to you. I wasn't planning to, but the Holy Ghost just prompted me. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching. Now notice he was teaching the word. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He was teaching under the anointing of the Spirit, and that word was coming to everybody that was present. And it says here, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. Now watch this. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Now go and look that up in a number of different translations, and you'll see that it's saying that at that place, in that house, the power of the Lord was present for every single person to be healed. And this is important. Jesus, it said, was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And here we see this power to heal being manifested where all of them could have been healed. But did you know that that day just one man was healed? Now watch this. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man that was paralyzed, and they sought to bring him in and lay the man before Jesus. And when they could not find how to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. I mean, they broke up the tile roof to get this man right in front of Jesus. And it says, when he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven. And then you go on to read, and the man was completely healed and made whole. This was the only person amongst all those people that got healed that day. He made contact through faith with the power that was present, the power of the Lord, to heal them. He's the only one that got it. Yet, it was available to all of them. Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. And when Jesus arose from the dead and went into heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit into the earth. If you know your Bible, you know that there's no place on the planet that you can go and say God's not there. You know, he's hiding. You can't find him there. I don't care how bad or how sinful or how evil a place is. If somebody will stop right in the middle of it and look for God, God's, God will show up. He's there because the Spirit of God is all over this planet. 
Let me tell you, folks, healing is available right where you are now. It's in the atmosphere. It's in the air you're breathing now. The problem is not the healing power. It is present. It is available. The problem is hooking your faith into that power. That's where the issue is. It's always been the issue. Mark chapter 5. The story of the woman that had the issue of blood. For 12 years, she had a flow of blood. And she suffered many things from many physicians. If you'll go back in here in Mark chapter 5, verse 21, you'll find out that a great multitude gathered, and you'll find out that they were pressing him, thronging him in verse 24. Listen to what it says in verse 24. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Have you ever been in a throng of people? A multitude of people? People shoving you? and pushing you on every side? I have. You probably have too if you've ever been to a concert or sometimes even in in, in a theater situation or, or some other place where you've had to stand in line and people were all bunched up or maybe not even in line, just, just waiting to get into a place. And everybody was, was, there were so many people, everybody around you touched you. This woman was getting worse. But she heard about Jesus. See, faith came to her. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Verse 27 says, she heard about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, this was a purposeful purposeful touch. This was not a touch of curiosity. This was not a touch of let's see what happens. This was a determined touch. Verse 28 says, For she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Now see, that's faith. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up when she did this. And she felt in her body she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself. Now watch this. That power had gone out of him. This was healing power. Turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? Now wait a minute. Everybody was touching him that was around him. But nobody got anything. Only this woman that touched in faith. But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude throng in you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened in her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. So, her faith, connected to the healing power of Jesus and made her whole. Are you seeing this? She's the only one that got anything out of that whole crowd. Now, did he have healing power on him? Did he have the anointing on him? Yes, he did. But only one person got it, the one that connected and hooked in with faith. 